Hey, everyone. Welcome back. We are doing episode three today. So we are talking about work-life balance. Have you ever watched someone on social media and wonder how on earth do they do it all? They are in direct sales, work a full-time corporate job, have four kids, have a partner, and they look fabulous all the time. Well, we're here to tell you that's all crap. <laughs> so in today's episode of version five, we will be discussing how to have it all and let ourselves off when we don't have it all together. So where do we start? How, how, do, we, how do we do it all? What's your, what's your balance, work-life balance look like? What Just, are we doing? <laughs> Just right. hustle. Yeah. All the time. All the time. No. So um, I'll start. I'm Kelsey. Hi. Um, for me, work-life balance... Uh, right now I'm on mat leave, so um, this version 5 thing, I've got a lot of time for it. Uh, I see the other girls, they're struggling, they're working their full-time jobs and trying to make time for us, and uh, I mean, sometimes you can't do it all. Sometimes you just can't. The hustle is real. <laughs> How about you, Raylan? How do you make it all work? Uh, this is something I've been really struggling with this last year, because the business I'm in, I sell children's books. Uh, kind of exploded to a degree that I didn't expect. And so all of a sudden I'm managing this team and also managing my three boys, five and under, and, you know, modeling and now I'm doing this. And so it was just a little too much. So I've really, 2019 was my year of being intentional, Mm -hmm. intentional with my time. And I just actually finished reading uh, Rachel Hollis's new book, Girls Stop Apologizing. Girls Stop Apologizing. And one thing she hit such the nail on the head was that work-life balance is a myth. And that was so freeing to me. It honestly just lifted that burden off of me. Because for me, trying to balance being a good mom and balance being a good business person and balance being creative, because we're all such creative people around here, uh, it was just way too much. I couldn't do it. So to know that, wait, this is not a myth. Sometimes I'm going to be more mom and sometimes I'm going to be more professional woman and that's okay. I think there's such expectations of being a superhero, really, at the end of the day. You have to do it all. Oh, yeah. And if as a mom you put your business stuff first and you're like in the home trying to work on something, you feel so crappy about it. Oh, yes. You're like, oh, my kid is kind of whimpering over there. Well, I'll just get through this one sentence. Click, clack, click, clack. (laughs) Stop crying, please. You make me feel horrible. Um, It's hard. It's definitely not easy. If you're not physically touching them at all times, right? (laughs) Yeah, so you feel like lousy that you're totally disconnected, right? Yeah. How about you, Lynette? How do you balance it all? Work-life balance. Um, There's a lot of being self-employed. There's a lot of things you see even on social media about like, the hustle and it's all about the hustle where I had this breakthrough just in the last year of it's not about the hustle. You do what you can, you work on what's in front of you and have a passion for what you do and your work comes to you. Um, Work-life balance. I've had to say no to a lot of things and that is really, really, really tough for me, but I've also kind of found a quiet place in my life suddenly you know having a fiance and being able to in our dating relationship go to his place and he had a no phone rule and oh, I was I like that. and so I would go there for my downtime 
And so he became my safe place. And so that's what it's looked like for me is actually investing in a relationship that was long-term. That's amazing. I love that. No phone, no phone environment. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I, I, um, I kind of have to say similar situation, although we, we don't have that fantastic no phone rule. We've been trying, you know, 10 PM, put the phone away. Okay. Let's be present. doesn't always work. Um, but, uh, what we have, what he's actually, my partner, Daryl, he's really helped me view things a little bit differently and get to know my personality a little bit more. And so I would say this past couple years, I've been really trying to be mindful of yeah saying no, which is not an easy thing to do when you are a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. It's so difficult. <laughs> you want to make everybody happy. You want to make sure, you know, just everything's perfect. Mm-hmm. And when that doesn't happen, there's something internally, again, to go back to our previous episodes, not being enough, yeah. right? But getting over that, we, you know, have really tried um, getting to know where we struggle, right? So me, being having my personality, I want it all, too. I want to do it all. Yeah. I just love things. I'm the adventurer. Just give me it all. I cannot stop. But my partner has helped me realize you don't have to do it all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You do not have to. Or, you know, or not right today. No. Yeah. no. Yeah. Yes. And you have to say no. There are certain sacrifices that you have to, to make in life, mm-hmm. right? And, and it's tough to choose those things. But once you do, there's a certain power in it, I think. Being able to, to shift that and be able to say no. Mm-hmm. I had a minor panic attack when I looked at my July a few weeks ago where I had three free weekends in July. And last year I worked every single weekend and my fiance is there and he's like, he was asking me what was wrong with me. And I said, I don't think I have enough work for July. I don't know how, how I'm going to get through July. And he said, you are going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're, I'm going to be a new wife. Mm-hmm. Um, a brand new wife. A brand new time. wife. Yeah. I'm going to be figuring out life. And I was like, yeah, but I need to be working. And part of that also was me being feeling insecure in that I wasn't working as much as last year. And speaking to that too, I feel that way as well. I'm a bit of a perfectionist, but I feel like if I can't do it all, then I'm failing. Yep, yep, exactly. And so that, yes, so Mm -hmm. that goes back to that being like, I'm not good enough because I can't be the best mom and the best entrepreneur and the best creative and the best, and we can't. Like, we just can't, but to get out of that mindset of, like, I'm not failing. And I don't think I'm a people pleaser, like you said, Annette. I mm-hmm. think I'm stubborn. So I don't <laughs> like to admit that I can't handle everything. Okay. I will take on and take on and take on, and I will do it with two kids on my hip because I will not ask for help. Yeah. And I'm, like I said, very bullheaded about that. But absolutely, because there's so much more going on behind the scenes than just, like, being a mom and an entrepreneur. Now, like, Instagram is a tw- 24-7 job in itself. And that's not even what you're trying to promote. You're trying to promote your business. Right. Yeah. For me, it's like, yeah. oh, it took me how many hours to knit this beautiful blanket? And now I'm going to spend 20 hours trying to photograph this blanket. And then I'm <laughs> going to spend two hours trying to edit this photo because I don't know what I'm doing. And then I'm just going to sit there and watch and see how many likes I get. And if I don't get enough, I'm going to feel down about it. And like it's you like, failed. Yeah, yeah. And like, that's just the smallest part of it all. Yeah. 
Sorry, that was a huge rant. No, <laughs> it's good because I feel like that's how we all feel is that when we can't do everything like that, we're failing. And it's just so untrue. But I think a, a big part of that is not being able to ask for help. Yes. yes. We do it alone. We think we have to do it alone. Yes. Yeah. But we don't. Because if you ask for help, then... You've also admitted. You yes, exactly. I've had really, really hard. And I'm still struggling with that mm-hmm. immensely. But I am getting better. And I'm trying to forgive myself when I'm not super great at it, but just small little steps. It's, yeah. it's just celebrating those, those successes yeah. that we forget about. And we, we never give ourselves a break. We don't have the self-compassion to forgive ourselves for that. Yeah. So it's yeah. coming to a, a place where we can. What's the small practical thing that you can do to create a boundary? To create a boundary in... For yourself. First, so as is, not to take up more right. time? Taking up more of your personal time with work or saying no. Like, what is something that you do to gauge? I think Nancy and I had talked about this. Prioritizing. Mm-hmm. And just yes. writing down. Writing yeah. down a list, a list of the things that serve you and the things that do not serve you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the things that were successful. Mm-hmm. We did this when we came into even yeah. deciding whether or not we were going to do this podcast. Um, deciding whether or not... What was, what was building my business last year? What was not? I know exactly what, so I wrote those two lists down and all of a sudden I'm like, holy moly, I can say no to this, 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 and this. So I have now been on four different, this is my fourth podcast that I'll be on. And uh, so it's just interesting seeing that like, holy moly, I was already podcasting before we started this, but I don't even post because I ain't got no time to actually go in and be like, hey, I've done this. I've actually, we have this video of, of, of this whole group of mine that's been videoed and, and had a huge chat. I think it's a 45-minute video, and I haven't even had a chance to listen to the whole thing. That was last year. So it's just like, where do you find the balance? And I feel like I'm constantly failing. But an incredible thing that I've learned is I constantly kept saying before, I am always behind. And I realized, wait a minute, once I catch up, what happens then? That means no business is coming in. That means nobody's approaching you to collaborate. That means you have nothing on your agenda. What is, what is catching up? What does that even mean? So is that realistic? Yeah. Is catching up, quote unquote, balance? Well, then on the flip side, for someone who's a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. and even before I was an entrepreneur, so I was just a stay-at-home mom, mm-hmm. is I don't... I'm not catching up. Like I might have some laundry to do, but it's not like I have that, you know, that repetitive thing. And so in that, there's that, that mental game being like, oh, I'm failing because I don't have something to do. I want to slap your wrist right now. You are not ever just a stay-at-home mom. Do you know if I have ever learned anything in my entire life? Children are so much work. And maintaining a a household is so much work. And 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 you have three of them, and I can't imagine. And I knew someone would say that because that's not what I meant. Because being a stay-at-home mom is everything. It's It's a huge job, and I don't discredit it. So when I said just a stay-at-home mom, I didn't mean it that way. Okay, good. I really... (laughs) You weren't yet an entrepreneur as well. Right. Yeah. Right. Yes. That was the only... I should have said it when I was only a stay-at-home mom. Is that better? No, no, it's not better. (laughs) (laughs) There's no word. In some language, there's a word. If we have any stay-at-home moms listening... I applaud you. Yeah, yeah. If you're homeschooling your children, I applaud you. Even more. Oh, thank you. Praise. 
Thank you for doing your part in raising beautiful human beings. Mm-hmm. I appreciate yes. you. Yeah, agreed, 150%. Yeah. And the return is going to be so, so huge. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I'm coming to tell you when I when I have a kid, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is also why I'm here to learn. Oh, what am I going to expect? Yeah, <laughs> expect yeah. piles of laundry every day, no I matter feel how much every laundry. Nonstop, you can never catch up. <laughs> My dryer is full of laundry right now. But going back to what Nancy said about making lists, mm-hmm. that's how I prioritize too. Is I at the beginning of the week, write everything I need to do down, whether it has to do with my kids, whether it has to do with my business, whatever it is. And then throughout the week, I work, I work down the list, whatever's the biggest priority and go from day to day. And if at the end of the week, there's still that thing at the bottom of the list I didn't get to, well, obviously that wasn't a big priority. So it's gone. Mm -hmm. That's not something that I need to do in my life. I'm going to erase it. And I think being realistic with your goals too, right? Like you can write list after list after list, but you need to take some time for yourself. I know, like I said, I push myself too hard, but if we are writing, like you said, the the priorities down and just, you know, getting through what needs to be done um, rather than trying to take on too much and then feeling like you're failing because at the end of the week, you've got so much left on that list, right? Yeah. That you're just taking to the next week and adding to your next week's Mm -hmm. list. It's not helpful at all. No. So... The incredible thing too is that we need to all understand that there is no full balance. There is no full balance. Something will always, always, always fall off the radar. Always. So you can choose what that's going to be. Is it going to be your Instagram? Is it going to be your editing? It's going to take six months to get editing back to your clients. Is it going to be a book order? Is going to be six weeks late? Is it going to be your marriage? Is it going to be your parenting? So you have to decide what is going to fall off the radar because personally, yeah, a lot of my emails are sitting in my inbox right now. I need to get to them because those clients are also my, my lifeline to work. Right. So I need those clients. So I need to make sure that I'm responding to people, but at the same time, is it okay that I didn't respond to them fully and said, you know what? Super busy this weekend. I will get back to you on Monday. Is it okay? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because otherwise what ends up happening this weekend is you spend no time with your family because yeah. your nose is in your computer or on your phone doing yeah. your Instagram. So it's like there, there, I don't know what balance really means. Is that balance when we let one thing go and then choose what it is, right? Yeah. Last, last summer I was busy to the point where my mentality at the end of summer was I'm letting down every one of my clients. It's just a matter of to what degree. And that's so crazy because you're not letting anyone down. Right. You're not. I wasn't, it's but just that you're I was exhausted. so exhausted. What a big yeah. burden to put on yourself. Right. Oh but gosh. that was, and I only realized that now that I'm talking through and I look back at my calendar and I realize what my mindset was. Yeah. You were tired. I was just tired. <laughs> Summers in the wedding industry are very Ooh, difficult. They are busy. Yeah. They're busy and it's very hard to, at the end, anybody, there are three of us here that are in the wedding industry and it's hard it's hard. There was a couple years ago, I took so many freelance jobs. I had a wedding every single weekend. Now, what did that mean? That meant that I was not in the salon for my clients on Saturdays. That's a big deal. I lost clients over that. That was not a good, that was not a good choice Mm -hmm. at all. But also, don't you want to enjoy some summer for yourself? Well, of course. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, <laughs> so what I, I made a conscious decision last year that when I was booking summer, 
I was going to try and be in the salon every other weekend. So then I'm still there for my clients. Might be cut down a little bit, but then I can still do what I enjoy. I love doing weddings. I love doing wedding hair and all that. So it still gives me that freedom. And also weddings you're done by, I don't know, one o'clock sometimes. So you still have the rest of the afternoon, which is beautiful. Go spend it with my friends or family, whatever. And then, but I still wasn't taking weekends off to really be with my family. So now this year I've taken it one step further and built off of that is every long weekend I'm choosing to take off. It is so hard not to book it though. Oh, because you can book two or three on a long week. You can do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. You feel bad that you're not making the money. Okay. I'm not making the money. I'm not providing. I'm lacking. I'm, you know, it's just all those things pile up, but really just again, take a step back and even though it's difficult to be, I just, at the end of the day, it's time. Time is so important to all of us. And it is so precious because we are only on this earth for X amount of time. Yeah. Where do you want that time to go? Exactly. Do you want to be working more? Probably not. You want to be with your family and your friends yeah. and enjoying yeah. that aspect of life. Yeah. So. Isn't that work-life balance though? Yeah. Like yeah. last year, yeah. you had a lot of work. Yeah. This year, you still have work, but yeah. you're now balancing in some more family time. I honestly feel... And a thousand times better this year. Yeah. yeah. I and don't I f- feel as stressed out about it. I feel like maybe that's what work-life balance is, yeah. is that no, you're not going to be a 50% mom and a 50% entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're going to be like 90% over here and 10% over there. Yeah. But that's okay because the next day or the next week, the next month, you'll be 90% on the other side and mm-hmm. 10% over here. Yeah. And so that's where the balance is. Mm-hmm. And what you all have touched on mm-hmm. is taking time for yourself. Because that is something I have learned this last... What was that again? Taking time for yourself. What's that? (laughs) Right? (laughs) But that is something I've learned this past year. This past fall was... I hit my breaking point. It was bad. And that is something that I've been really intentional about is that I need to prioritize myself. And that's really hard for me to say because... Mom guilt. It is, right? (laughs) It's not just a mom thing. It's a thing. Yeah. But, like, I'm leaving my kids to go do something I love to do without them. Yeah. I feel terrible. Or even even a part of me today, I'm thinking, my hubby's at home with my kids yeah. and I'm missing out. I, I'm loving what I'm doing right now. But there's that, right? FOMO. Sure. FOMO. Yes. And also, this just came to my mind. Taking some time for yourself that's outside of work, mm-hmm. outside of Instagramming, outside of whatever it might be, but, like, Something you really, truly love to do. If like you, reading? Reading. Reading. Go drink a cup of coffee and mm-hmm. just look out the window. Like, don't, don't take your phone with you. No, don't. Just be with yourself. But even today and over the last couple of days when we're getting ready to, to launch version five, what's been happening? Social media. Oh my goodness. How many? I've barely looked at it. I'm like, hmm, I've maybe reposted a few stories, but am I failing? Because that's sure how it feels when I was in bed at 9 o'clock yesterday, barely able to breathe because I was so tired. But that but is, is why that there's failing? five of us. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Right? To share it. Yes. <laughs> I have been right. loving that. Yeah. That just in that, didn't the pressure come off of you? Mm-hmm. Finding a few girlfriends. Guilty pressure. <laughs> <laughs> no, take the guilt, guilt out. Guilt, Nancy. guilt, Yeah, so funny that that's how it works out, right? But you were saying that um, it's not just moms that feel guilty. My husband has the same guilt about taking time for himself. Always, always. Our son said how much he missed him this morning. He went out last night. He hasn't gone out socially probably in two months. Yeah. 
he's got plays hockey, but that's, that, I mean, that's necessary to even like for life, right? You yeah. need to exercise and be healthy, but like he feels just as guilty as I do. He's just as much dad guilt as he has mom guilt, as I have mom guilt. Yeah. So that's also interesting. Um, I have a friend of mine takes herself to the movies. Oh, oh I love it. I love like that. doing that. And so she, much. people look at her like there's maybe, maybe she needs a, someone to sit with her. She and she's like, oh, please don't. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? I Still. never feel that. I've had that before where I went to the movies by myself just because I needed to get out and somebody felt the need that they needed to sit beside me and chat through the whole thing. <gasps> Are you serious? That's when you yes. need to express what you're there for. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I had these seats beside me empty for a reason. I actually <laughs> bought those seats, <laughs> so nobody would sit. Just put jackets there. Yeah. I used to feel like work was so hard. Um, you know, working in a mental health facility can be yeah. really emotionally draining. Mm-hmm. And then I had a kid. Wow. And I realized how hard it is to be home with children. Oh, yes. And I went back to work, and I felt liberated because, hey, I got an hour break, and I can go and do something. I can run an errand. Yeah. By myself. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what I did? I went to a restaurant by myself. Um, and you know what I do all the time? Go to restaurants by myself oh, now. I and I can't know. wait. I can't wait to get back to work so I can go to a restaurant by myself. <laughs> but that is the reality. That's what happens yeah. because it's like for real. I'm serious. We have one bathroom in our in our house. And I'm like, we seriously have one bathroom in our house. And for some reason, doesn't matter. The bathroom can be empty for four hours. But if I've got to go in the bathroom, the dog comes, I swear he knows how to open that knob. I don't even know how it's possible. If it's not him, it's somebody, there's always somebody in the bed and you're just like, for real. For real. I just, I just need, can I brush my teeth by myself? Yeah. But it's just not even reality anymore, right? My two-year-olds have figured out how to unlock the door from the other side. So even when I thought I'd locked myself in, no. I know. It's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) The dog does it, okay? So I totally get it. (laughs) So, what is work-life balance? It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. It doesn't exist. You have to choose your priorities. You have to rein in the things that are really important to you. Really, right? And really analyze what things are amazing. Again, I, I believe it was Rachel Hollis that I heard say, like, write down that list at the beginning of the year. Go through your agenda mm-hmm. and see what jobs served you. Yeah. What what events served you? What allowed you to like, maybe, and Annette and I have actually discussed this as well with hairstyling schedules. Like who are your clients that are worth you showing up on that day you would normally take off, but you're like, you know what? This person even enlightens me and makes it worth it for me to take, you know, three hours out of my day off and go in and, and spend it with them. I have a particular client, um, that I, I keep making time for her because I, I just, she's, she's in her sixties and we get together and we talk about life and, and the weight of the world and schizophrenia and mental health. And we talk about all these different things. And after an hour with her, I'm just like, Oh my God, it was so much fun, you know? And I feel like we have so much in common and having these, she's also an entrepreneur now. So just having those conversations about how she led to where she is, it's remarkable. And you just feel like you learn. So it's worth me taking that time. Yeah. So maybe there are clients when it's like, you know what, maybe it's time to, to cut that relationship. Do we allow ourselves that? Wow. Do we? You should. You should. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not be guilty. Right? Like, don't they always say, they, whoever they are, mm-hmm. that, you know, you become like the five 
people that you spend the most time around. And the books you read. And the books you read. So if you're surrounding yourself with negative influences, Mm -hmm. like, well, no wonder you're having a tough time. Like, surround yourself with people that lift you up and don't feel guilty if you have to spend less time with the other people. That's a really hard... That's a really hard thing for people to do, though. Oh, it is. Because half of them don't even realize some of the people that they're closest with are those people. And sometimes the people that... (laughs) Those people in your life, there's no way... Like, if you're working with them, for instance... You can't really be like, I'm not going to spend time with you when I work with you on a day-to-day basis, right? Again, though, setting boundaries. Yes, exactly. How do you set a boundary? What does that look like? Well, for me personally, Mm -hmm. I got really good at that, actually. (laughs) And how do you do it? Working in psychiatry. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I'm honest. I'm very honest with people. Mm -hmm. If I feel that um, something is dragging me down, I'm very vocal about it, Um, you know, I really want to listen. I really want to be there for you. But I just don't think I can take that on right now. Mm-hmm. I don't think I can handle that in my life right now. I need, you know, this is what I need. Um, yes, that sort of conversation. Wow. Yeah. I love that. Wow. I need to take that from you. And we all need to. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Because I'm very I, bad at that. Oh, me too. I think that might be the compassionate side of us, mm-hmm. too. We want to keep giving. And we want to care for everyone around us. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you just can't. You just can't. So it sounds like we're really onto something talking about healthy relationships and setting boundaries. And we should definitely talk more about that in our next podcast. Agreed. Agreed? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, so let's bring it back to work-life balance and we'll close off the podcast with that. Yeah. Awesome. Absolutely. Looking forward to that. I mentioned something before about how I don't even know what a weekend off looks like in the summertime. And so maybe something that we can do is just go around the table and just talk about maybe one thing that we're going to do to create a bit more balance in our lives this summer. So something that I've worked on, which is very similar to what Annette has done. So even though I say I'm not available any weekends in the summer from literally May to September, I'm not. But the reason I'm not is the one weekend, the few weekends I do have off it are strictly for family. And if I want to see my friends, I can do that during the week or in an evening in the summer. You can go sit on a patio. But those weekends are really, really, really saved for, for family. Yeah. Yeah. For me, uh, because I do a lot of markets and events throughout the throughout the summer uh, and typically they're on Saturdays. So last last year I just didn't do any Sundays because that's when my husband's off and I yeah. want to have some family time where it's all five of us at home. Yeah. And so this year I'm okay with, you know, not being there every Saturday too and not feeling like I'm failing and not feeling like my business is going to go under because I wasn't there that one Saturday. And you always have that Sunday, which is what I also yeah. do. You do as well. Yeah. 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 What about you, Kelsey? Um, so for me personally, like I said, I'm on mat leave. So I want to soak up every last moment of that because yeah. I'm probably never going to get to do that again. Yeah. So I want this summer to be like Raylan said, very intentional, yeah. uh, with my little babies, but also I have to just prioritize and set some time aside, um, to do some market prep for some of the fall and winter markets that I've been accepted in. Uh, but basically, yeah, I'm, that's kind of going to be on the back burner for me this summer. Uh, and, and I'm going to really just focus on my family. Yeah. Yeah. I, I see a, a theme here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think I'm really hoping to put my phone down more this summer. And I think I'm really going to be able to do that 
because we just bought a cottage at the end of last summer. And the most beautiful thing is that there's no service. Amazing. Oh, I'm so excited. I love it already. So it just really helps me disconnect and recharge and just be present with my partner and my stepkids. And I'm super jacked for that. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. There's definitely a theme here because I was just going to say camping. Yes. Camping. (laughs) I haven't gone camping since I was 12. What? And the day after we were engaged in February, it hit me. We're going camping. It's amazing. And that is, I just, I can't get over it. Something about this summer and just being able to go away for a weekend and put my phone away and camp and just be with the people that I care about the most. And nature, which is its yep. own. Oh my gosh. Emotional yes. moment Solace. of <laughs> calm. So that shows you right there what we've prioritized yeah. in our work-life balance. Yeah, there you go. I think we got to step closer. All are the people in our lives that yeah. we love the most. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Figuring it out as we go along. Mm-hmm. So we challenge you to prioritize everything in your life and just figure out what you want to focus on for this summer. Yeah. And you can go to our Instagram and you can share that with us too. Comment on our last post. At version. Underscore, underscore. F-I-V-E. Thanks for listening.